You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the clip out episode 26. <laughs> Why should you get all the fun? Well, go ahead. 26. I already did it. But then you didn't introduce yourself. Well, we haven't gotten that far. Well, tell me what to do. Introduce yourself. No, I'm not going to. Okay. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Because <laughs> I wanted to. Not because I was told to. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> They all know the truth. <laughs> right. They all know that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll go with that if it makes you feel better about yourself. Since you decided to go ahead and jump in there. You're going to do the shameless plugs. You should go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us a lot. Speaking of, I bet we have a new review. I bet we do. What does it say? I don't know because it's on your computer. (laughs) That's why we don't do it this way. We We, have a thing. We do have a new review. (laughs) And it says, it being the review, not the gender of the person that left the review. Thank you for clarifying. That could be harsh. Although maybe that's a new gender classification. I don't know. Who knows these days? I can't keep up. Can't keep up. So uh, this review is from Chase's. Chases? That's what it says. Like ch- somebody's chasing you? I'm assuming, or uh, some sort of lounger. Okay, I was just yeah. I was just asking about the spelling. Like Barca lounger. <laughs> I never understood why they were called chase lounges. I don't know. Like you're you're lounging. You're not being chased. No, because the cha- it has an extra eye in there. Like oh, the chase. It's I like, like my it's a way piece better. of equipment, a piece of furniture. So what does Chase have to say? Hang on, I lost it. Okay, <laughs> Chase says. You guys are hilarious and, of course, informative, too. Love the info on Peloton and getting to know other writers' stories. Any podcast where you can hear about striking out a T-ball has to be a winner. Keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, that was that was a great story. I love For that story. For you. Well, it's a great story to hear. It wasn't a great story to live through. I'll tell you that. I know. But you make fun of me all the time for things. What? So. What? Yeah. 
So I get to enjoy a little bit of Tom Schadenfreude. Having... <laughs> yes, that's the word I was going to use. Yeah. No. So uh, let's see. You already took care of the shameless plugs. Ish. And uh, so I guess uh, what do we have coming up on the show this week? Well, we're going to talk about another Iron Man accomplishment. We're going to talk about how Christine did in the World Championships. We're going to talk about a new way that Peloton is calculating calories burned going forward. We're going to talk about an FTP test that just showed up on Beyond the Ride. It's special. And uh, some, a new collection in the boutique. And let's see. We're also going to we're going to have a little chat about instructors. We're going to have another little chat about statistics. Okay. And of course, our interview with Robin Najenkin. Awesome. Well, let's dig in, shall we? It's time for news of the Peloton. So there is Iron Man news. There is. He defeated Galactus this week. (laughs) I saw you almost say that earlier. You (laughs) held back. You waited for the... You were like, that's not the right moment. You gotta wait. No, it's not that kind of Iron Man. Put a lot of thought into my timing. I know you do. You're very funny. No, not that kind of Iron Man. The Iron Man competition. Oh, I see. And uh, so last week on the last episode... So Robert Downey Jr.'s quitting? No. This has nothing to do with Robert Downey Jr. Nothing to do with any comic book heroes. No. Not that kind of Iron Man. (laughs) Okay. Well, for the rest of the people (laughs) listening... No, that's mean because this this woman made quite an accomplishment, so I'm not trying to say that her accomplishment is boring. It's exercise in general I find boring. Right. And I know that. But last the last episode we talked about, there was the Atlantic City. Actually, I think it was two episodes ago. We talked about the Atlantic City Iron Man. It was the half Iron Man. Right. And um, so we talked about how long that took, and it was, what, four or five hours, something like that. Right. So... This one um, is the full Iron Man. And they said, and we asked like how long, and they said they keep it open. Like most people do it in about 13 hours, and they said they keep it open typically for like 17 hours. Yeah. Well, we'll get this. One of our own Pelotonians, Mindy Nagel, just finished Iron Man Kona. That's in... That's in Kona. Like, it's actually in Kona. Like in Hawaii. Is that Hawaii? Yeah, that's Hawaii. Okay. And she finished in 11 hours, 34 minutes, and 38 seconds. Now, is she taking advantage of the time difference? Because... <laughs> well, she didn't run across time zones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although, that would probably be even harder. So, I guess even in that case, it would be even more impressive. I just want to make sure there weren't games being played here, Mindy. <laughs> no. Mindy was very legit. Okay. And uh, what an amazing accomplishment. A full iron man in 11 hours that's yeah. 34 minutes that's crazy i that can't even crazy. imagine that's just beyond the realm of me like picturing myself doing something i can't i got nothing i'm getting sweaty just thinking about <laughs> it so last time we talked about uh, one of the instructors was competing in the world championships yeah christine diercole she was actually competing in the 2017 masters world championships it was we were in the middle of recording and she was doing uh she was actually doing races live then and um she came home with get this not one but two medals one bronze medal one silver medal wow I mean, that is, again, just amazing. Like, there are no words for these accomplishments these people do. bronze and silver. (laughs) What? There's no words for the awe that I have for these accomplishments. (laughs) They literally have words for them. I don't understand why this confuses you. (laughs) I'm in awe of their accomplishments. Yeah, especially, I mean, that's... She's competing, obviously, at a very high level. Yeah, I mean, how cool is it that we have an instructor... 
that won a world championship for the sport that she's teaching. Do you think the other people that compete like get mad? Like if they're like, "Well, you just get you get paid to ride a bike all day, so of course you're in shape." You think they get you think no? They, because think I think if you're competing that? at that level, I think they, it's all I think people that's, like that. I think that's what they do all day. Maybe yeah. they don't get paid for it. Well, that's what I mean. That she's got. I'm not taking away from her. Con- I'm just saying. Like I picture a world in which. There are because people love to bitch. Uh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I, I picture in a world where like there's people grousing about. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> well, maybe they are, but if they are, they got smoked by Christine. They did, and she is amazing. I'm I'm in awe of her accomplishments. And if they want to be whiny little bitches, they can go ahead and just go home without their medal and be a whiny little bitch at home. And if you want to take a class from a world class athlete, you're already paying for it. Exactly. Presumably, if you're bothering to listen to all this. <laughs> So hop on that bike with Christine and let her do some heart rate training or one of her mantra rides. She's got an amazing selection. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O So uh, more New features Yeah And I wouldn't even Call it a new feature So it's a change To what they're Currently doing So today They calculate your Calories There's 
always been complaints since day one. You have a fitness tracker. You have multiple fitness trackers because most of us do. And you have the bike, right? And you get on the bike and you do your exercise, do your workout. And then at the end, it's like you you burned X amount of calories. And it's always like way higher than anything we're wearing. Always and, believe the highest number. That's what I say. Right. Well, unless you're the ordering hardcore food. people say the opposite of that. They're like, yeah, believe the lowest number because the bike is very, very high level. And it has it, it, in the past, my understanding, my limited understanding. So I don't need any emails telling me how it really works because I'm just trying to get the point across that in the past, it was based off of your output, some kind of algorithm. It did not take into account your age, your weight. Any of your statistics And now It's going to And so Peloton is is saying They are very confident It's going to be Much more in line With what you're experiencing On your other Fitness trackers today That's awesome Peloton is anticipating It's going to be lower And they are also Recommending that you Go to your profile On your bike And update your age Your height Your weight And gender information And that will help you Get the most accurate Calculation when the Refresh happens They ask So some people Were asking Why are we making These changes And that's because people had complained forever about the Fitbits and Fitbits of the world, Apple watches, et cetera, et cetera, not working correctly. Um, Any previous rides that you had already taken will not have an updated calorie count. This is only going forward. And that makes sense because, I mean, ultimately, like whatever your calorie count was two weeks ago, you've already eaten the donut since then. Yeah. Like it's not gonna It's a wash Right like it's, Let me do it by now Like it's Oh and And this is another piece Of this big news Okay so They're totally changing The workout counts In the past It's always been Your bike rides And your beyond the ride Rides Or your beyond the ride Workouts Rather <laughs> And they're totally Refreshing that So now Whether you've taken it On the app Or the bike It counts as a ride So it, it's It's calculated by Workout type so you're going to have cycling, you're going to have beyond the ride and total workouts all together. If you were using the app to ride a ride with like Robin or one of the other instructors, that counts as a ride, even if you're on the app. In the past, that's never been a thing. So okay. like in the past, just just for your edification. Like app riders couldn't compete against Laura Pug. Yeah, they could not. Right. And it, it was a big bone of contention for the app riders because they also could not get their 100th milestone t-shirt. Gotcha. And so I'm a little surprised that this changed, to be honest. I don't have a problem with it. Like, it doesn't upset me. Then I'm, I'm going to come and take your t-shirt away. No, I get to keep my t-shirt. But it's I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised because it's always been like, well, you didn't actually take the, the ride on the bike. And that that logic made sense to me because you can't in a if you're sitting in a lobby of a hotel using a hotel bike, right? Y- you can change the resistance, but you can't possibly know that it's matching what they're telling you to do well, Because you're kind of guessing If somebody's got the app Couldn't they just Literally just open the app And let it play Yeah absolutely So they could even Just not even ride the bike Yeah you would have no way of knowing So I was kind of surprised at that Although I guess Realistically you could You could do that on your bike too But you'd get zero output You would so have zero would, Exactly yeah. So you would know You would know if a rider did that And I know there are people That today Like use their app Like let's say they're in the car And they will listen To their rides Like if their favorite instructor Or somebody's having a big milestone they li- they use their app on their phone in their car to listen to the ride, and so they don't want that ride to count. So they'll those people will probably go in and delete it because right. they don't want it to count. But because um, they're noble and they have integrity. <laughs> but there's also good reason that I can see that, like if you were riding the bike and you wanted to, you were an app rider and you don't have the bike, you can't afford it. Or maybe that's something you're working up to. I can also see that hey, you want to get credit for those rides. So right. Again, I don't have a problem with it. It just surprised me because it feels like. It's a real 
departure from how Peloton has done things thus far. I wonder if they have data that shows them that if somebody gets to 100 rides, they're like, you know, 40% more likely to go buy a bike. I don't know. Uh, That's a good question. I will tell you that Chris Merrill has a great theory that like the 100th ride is kind of the big moment that you are hooked. Like you can ride... 50 rides, it's not that big of a milestone. Your 100th ride means you have established an actual pattern of riding and you will continue to ride. It's, it's part of your lifestyle. Now. Exactly. I, and I agree with that. So I think the 100th ride is a huge deal. You get a t-shirt for it. That is part of the marketing genius. It's something you work for. When, when you first get on the bike, you want to have the t-shirt. I don't know why it. You just do. Yeah. I wanted it, and then and then when you've moved past it, then you still want to keep going because now you want to get to two hundred. I don't care that there's not a t-shirt. I, now I can't wait to get to four hundred. I mean, I, that's that's just how it works, right? And you have Laura Pugs. She's going for. She's probably on thirty five thousand by now. <laughs> do they have anything for one? No. Oh, okay. No. I think that's just you visited a Peloton store. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I've done that. I visited a Peloton store and the studio. Well, now app writers get to count, and if they had already hit their milestone, they now get a T-shirt, even if they had already done it. Do they, they, do they just have a lot of T-shirts left? I don't over? know what's going like, on. I'm just, just telling you. That's what? a lot of T-shirts to start pushing out. I'm just telling you what Making it retroactive. I mean, I think it's smart, because if they didn't, then people would be upset. But Yes, be, people are often upset, so you are correct about that. <laughs> I mean, there is zero chance that somebody would not complain. Like, I yes. guarantee you. I don't even know if I said that right because I did negatives in a weird place there, yeah. but I know what I meant. There's no <laughs> chance that people won't not uncomplain. <laughs> yeah, that clears it up. Yes. Uh, so, for anybody who was excited about they wanted to get a ride and they they're, did they have always been bummed out because their rides didn't count, your like rides you, now count. Like if you travel or something. Yeah, your yeah. rides count. You're in. There you go. You get the t-shirt. So, Dennis has a new F. FTP test? Yeah. So you might remember that we talked about the fact that Dennis Morton is now going to be teaching power zone rides. And uh, so he actually is going to be doing his first. He did his first ride on October 19th. Okay. And so everyone noticed, somebody noticed, oh, it was Angie Verbarg noticed that, hey, she went to the uh, Beyond the Ride. There was an FTP test. He just snuck it right in there. He's got an on-demand FTP tests that you can take to establish your power zone. So you can go and take one of the, there were already two out there from Matt, so you can go and do one of those, or you can take one from Dennis. Either one will establish your zones properly going forward for the power zone training. And if you want more details about power zones, you can go back and listen to episode two. Matt Wilpers talks about it in depth. He does, yes. Tons of information. There are new clothes in the boutique, which will are probably gone by the time we post this, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's how the boutique works, I don't works, know, because right? they're saying that they're going to be uh, making sure that they have more quantities these days. So, gotcha. I don't know. But yeah, a new line dropped. It was the Alley Love line. The Alley Love line dropped. It sounds, sounds like love, love line, line with Dr. Drew. Yeah, and Adam Carolla <laughs> showing my age. I don't, he doesn't host it anymore. I know. Dr. Drew is amazing, though. But anyway, not as good as Dr. Phil, just to be clear. Is that how you rank them? Yeah. Dr. Phil is way better than Dr. Drew. I think Drew. I'd rather hang out with Dr. Drew. Oh, totally. Yeah. But like, if you want to get somebody in your family like fixed, you want to fix their shit, it's Dr. Phil for sure. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would totally hang out with Dr. Drew. Yeah. Especially when you saw him with a short sleeve shirt. He he is built. Yeah. Yeah, he's looking good. He's not in favor of gun control. He's got two of them right there. <laughs> pow pow. <laughs> it was weird. Like, saw him in a short sleeve shirt. Like, it was yeah. like, I forget what we were watching, but he like. I'm sure it was a teen mom special. Yeah, but he like came in like he didn't, like he, 
Yeah, he was in a t-shirt. Yeah, like, it was like he came in special. Like he wasn't hosting. Yeah. And he like had a t-shirt on and it was like Oh. And it wasn't you been hiding under that suit. And it wasn't like a uh it wasn't like a t-shirt that was designed to show him off. Like no. it wasn't that. It, it was, was just the dude's ripped. Yeah, I was just like, okay then. <laughs> Were you a little jealous of Dr. Drew? No. Okay. <laughs> Cuz he I'm sure he exercises. Yeah, I mean, he's got to do something cuz he's got to deal with all those junkies. They're yeah. powerful. They get all hopped up on goofballs. They're strong. Believe me, I know. Sometimes you need the police to get them out of your house. I've heard. How did we get off on this subject? I don't even know where we started to take us down this road. I don't know. It was so long ago. So there's an FTP test. No, Allie Love. That's yeah, where we're at. That's where we were. That's where we're at. Yeah. New line dropped. I forgot we were talking about Allie Love. I don't notice other women. Right, right. Not that I believe that for a second. But yeah, there's a new line out there. It's very different from other things that I've seen in the past. So, sure. so like if you want to dress up like Catwoman for Halloween <laughs> or it's maybe a- if you like a little role play action. <laughs> It's very shiny Does anything come with, does it come with a whip? It looks like it should come with a whip <laughs> Not like an Indiana Jones whip no. But like a riding crop type yeah. of whip Yeah Like the Fifty Shades of Peloton Yes <laughs> uh, No, I don't think that's what she's going for And um, I I think it's very different than anything else that's out there There are all sorts of people that ride Peloton Yes Not everything is for everyone Yeah, I, I've already seen people talking about how excited they were about the new line And they bought like something of everything So I, I'm i sure it's, it is going to sell out quickly It always does It does So quick like a bunny To Don't. your laptop <laughs> Get to shopping Yes Start hopping to your shopping Nice Because you're quick like a bunny Yeah That was I was with you Okay I traveled there Okay <laughs> I didn't know if you needed a passport Thanks Some people have reached out to us Over time Yeah Wanting uh, to know when His or her favorite instructor Could possibly be interviewed on the show Yeah It's a question we get a lot Yeah So we thought we would just take a moment to address that Never We don't like the instructor you like So we're not doing it No Um <laughs> Uh, which obviously isn't true Because I've never seen any of these people I mean it's, I, To tell you how many times Crystal's like Oh you know that instructor You met him when we were at HRI I have no idea No clue about. I, like, they Although were a big deal I do to you. think it's adorable That your son Brian Knows who Jen Sherman is Yeah That that made my day you yesterday You JSS the other day in the car And he's like Jen Sherman <laughs> I was so proud (laughs) (laughs) So uh, We thought we would just kind of let you know When it comes to getting the instructors on the show We are absolutely up for talking To all of them and we would love to talk to other people too We would love to talk to some of the tech People yeah DJ John Michael Yeah Uh, so We got a a list a mile long yes Of potential interviews and all Of that goes through Peloton HQ So so uh, if, If you feel like your favorite Instructor has been slighted it's that's not the case Not it's at all It's just we need Peloton to sign off on all this stuff So it's just not something that we are in complete control of So Yeah Yeah and they you know Peloton has been great about Kind of managing their schedule So they'll they'll give us a potential person that, that we can interview And then we have to work it out with their schedule And Peloton does all that for us So and we are very appreciative of that So there you go We haven't been ignoring your favorite uh, instructor No our goal is to have all of them on Absolutely So uh, next Item up for bid you have more Stats I do our stat Picks we need you know what we need a little Like twinkly music That's more like flashback Music oh that's like when they Flashback on Wayne's world 
All right. Well, what do you got? Give me some twinkly music. Wait, why do you think I would know the twinkly music? Well, because my music wasn't good enough. So I just thought I thought you had some ready. Well, I'm just not. I'm not Michael Winslow from Police Academy. Like I can't. I got that reference. (laughs) Shows you how long we've been together. I have not been with you since Michael Winslow. No, I mean that you're starting to get my references without me prompting. Well, let's pretend that we had a little magic wand and some fairy music because the statistician fairy, the stat fairy visited again. Yes. And we have additional stats that I thought people might be interested in. Do tell. Okay. These are numbers that compare the month of September to the month of August. Okay. And uh, the total number of rides taken was actually down 12%. Uh-oh. Yeah. The stat fairy has, a, I think, a very plausible theory for why the number of rides was down. That there were so many people that were on vacation during the month of August and not during the month of September, so they could ride more in August. I think that makes sense. Another stat, 27% of all the rides taught were 30 minutes or less. So now I know Tom LaBelle is somewhere arguing with me. So I just... <laughs> He's I just yelling wanna... at his iPod right now. <laughs> Don't worry, Tom. Remember, this is the month of September And I believe it was later in the month when it changed over. I don't think that happened like September 1st. I could be wrong. But at any rate, it was 27% of all rides. So I know that people feel like there... Some people feel like there's not enough rides that are 45 minutes anymore. But apparently, only 27% of them were less than 30 minutes. So more than you would think are happening at 45 minutes. When you're saying 27% of the rides, you're not saying 27% of the rides that have been taken. No, 27% of all rides taught. So 27% of the rides that are available to be consumed. In the month of September. In the month of September were 30 minutes or less. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. Does that include, this does not include beyond the ride content or? Um, No, this is rides. So this is a bike ride. Right. Yeah. Also, Hannah's 30 minute pop ride was the most taken ride of the month of September. How about that? Makes me want to go take it just to see what all the fuss was about. People like their pop music. People like the 30 minute rides. Yep. And month to month trend has stayed consistent. 80% of all rides were on demand. How about that? Mm-hmm. Counterintuitive. It is. It is into it is counterintuitive. Fascinating stuff. It is. Thank you, Statistician Fairy. Yes. Twinkly, twinkly, twinkly love music. Twinkly, twinkly, twinkly. Checking in with the Peloton community. So, uh, joining us on the Skype phone today is uh, writer extraordinaire Robin Najankin. Hi, Robin. Hello there, guys. Hello. And I want to ask the very first question, which is, are you ever sad that your name was so close to having the word ninja in it, but not quite? <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> yes, um, thanks, thanks for ruining my day. <laughs> She's like, I was fine with my name until you well, brought that up. Like, I'm going to have so- to discuss this with my husband. Yeah. A bit, since it's really his name. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, he was almost a ninja, but not quite. Yeah, but that's quite. He's kin to the ninja. Yes, he's kind of like the Jewish ninja from Argentina. <laughs> that's actually like a derivation of the names. <laughs> it's like a welcome back, Cotter Juan Epstein. Bingo. I got a note. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I, my wife is getting none of these I jokes. I have no idea what you're saying. That's why you always marry yeah. younger. <laughs> the downside. They don't. They don't get my '70s sitcom references. Some no. of them. Okay. Well, anytime you need one, give me a call and uh, I'll participate. <laughs> <laughs> She's got them all memorized. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm 51. That was my generation. That's why I love all my disco rides that you guys don't have to put up with. <laughs> <laughs> I love the disco rides. In fact, I haven't really found a ride I don't like yet. So that, that may not be a fair. You don't do a lot of scenic rides. Okay, yeah. I'm not into the scenic rides. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I have never done a scenic ride. They're kind of boring. We were talking. When you have scenery like, like Alex, I don't need a, anything. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking the other day about like we should try and find someone who who does primarily scenic rides just to just to have that conversation. But then it's like, how would you find yeah, them? Yeah, their take on the whole thing because it's so different from the experience. Yet I, I don't even know if I know anyone. Well, and that was our other thought is like it would be difficult to find them because they probably really wouldn't be super involved like in the online community because they just like taking their scenic rides and they want the rest of the world to leave them alone. Right. Right, exactly. They want none of my nonsense. Sure. <laughs> They're hermits. <laughs> Gone, you know, screw them. <laughs> screw them and their scenic rides. <laughs> I have to ask, how did you find Peloton? Well, it's just two years. I was actually, I was always a big um, fitness fanatic. And actually, I owned a private training gym in, in Manhattan uh, for 10 years back like in 95 to 2005. So we had spin classes. I was an avid spinner and an avid runner and weightlifter. And then just getting older with kids, a couple of years ago, we moved our kids out to our summer house, which is at the east end of Long Island. And we live in a really small town and there are not many options for gyms or classes. Um, one of my friends from the fitness community in New York City happened to have opened a gym right by my house and there's a couple of spin classes a week that didn't fit into my schedule so about two years ago I decided I'd stop running everything was kind of hurting me I mean I was really not doing much cardio so I couldn't take their spin classes but because I knew her I'd go into the gym put on their music and spin all by myself in their spin room in the dark blasting the music (laughs) (laughs) I know you're a little sad (laughs) And just at that time, I think one of my friends from local friends, from my, this, my past community, because now you guys are my presence community, <laughs> she had liked Peloton on Facebook. And I saw it pop up and I, I started to check it out. And I showed it to my husband who was like, you are not doing this at home. You have a treadmill you never use. <laughs> You're all about the gym. You're not going to use it. And it just so happened the next week we were taking the kids to stay. It was the last week in August into the city for a few days. And I called another gym fanatic friend of mine from the city. And I said, would you be interested? Because I was kind of scared to go alone to to go to the studio and try this thing, Peloton. And she kind of knew a little. She knew Christine um, from gym classes that she took in the city. And she kind of knew about it. So she said, you know, she'd love to try it. So we went down. And at that time, it was like walk in. Your first class was free. And it was with Kim Fisher, the class who no longer there and I took one class got off the bike and bought it you know right in the boutique there (laughs) (laughs) and what did your husband say when you got home fine dear whatever you want (laughs) 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 he's used to to my shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) and and then I said and honey now we have to have a second one a couple weeks ago (laughs) he said he you know once once he saw my my real passion you know I really got hooked as soon as I saw it and I talked to a couple of people at the studio and the people at the boutique I was really kind of high on it and the class. And again, I've known the gym business and fitness equipment. So when I got on that, it was just like, wow, you know, this is amazing. So so he knew. He, he understood. I think it's funny how many people have a, have a version of the story where they're like, but I had this treadmill. <laughs> yeah, 
Exactly. Like they should. It's like one of these jokes, you know. That starts with, and I have the treadmill. Yeah, they should. They should have a like a program where the, they do a treadmill buyback. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that would be, be great. So funny. Nobody it. would want to move it. They would just be like, forget it. That's true. It. What would they do with all those but treadmills? Still sitting there. My, I think my mother-in-law comes over occasionally and uses it because I will not allow her. To touch my bike. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she maybe greases up the treadmill a little bit just in case she wants to take a run. Yeah, I just thought I want her touching my settings. <laughs> very possessive. I don't very blame possessive you. over that. Most people are. Yeah, it's very personal, the settings on the bike. I think it's funny that everybody's on me to ride the bike, including my wife. But I bet you if I were to actually start to enjoy the bike, she'd be like, get off. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> God, like it is a it is a love hate. When I see my husband on the back, I'm like, yeah, you know, you don't know him as much as I know. And then the whole setting thing. I actually got a second bike. He doesn't ride that much, but I got a second one because I just I don't like people touching my my settings. And it's funny when you go to the studio because I ride at the studio, you know, pretty much half the time I ride. I'm in the city a lot, and the people there are just so different. The the crowd that goes there, you know, it's a really when I first, this is a good story, when I first walked into the, probably like the first class I went to in the city, I like thought from the, you know, once I was involved with the page, oh my God, like the, you know, the disco ball would drop down from the ceiling and music would play. She's <laughs> here. And like, nobody cares, not that nobody cares, but it's a bit, it's a city younger crowd who comes in, does their rides, unless it's a real home rider meeting thing. You know, nobody really knew who you are, and it's so low key and so easy. But it was like a record scratching. I'm like, I'm here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not. They don't care about their bike settings. You know, in the middle of a ride, they'll just kind of stop having to fix something. I'm like, you're stopping in the middle of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you have to soak up every moment of the Peloton ride. Absolutely. <laughs> it's. It reminds you. It sounds like when I was a when I was a kid, I went to Catholic school, and there would always be that one lady that was going to Wednesday mass at eight o'clock because she wanted to, unlike the rest of us. And then she would give you the stink eye. Like you're not kneeling right. Yeah, yeah, Do no, it faster. No, all of us doing that and just one or two people who don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you guys realize it out? We are a cult. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he knows. Yes. <laughs> I, I picked up on it. Well, look where you are. You know, at six o'clock on a, uh, Weekday night. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that means that you're not you're not officially like one of the OG riders then. I am not because I only got my bike two years and I think the originals of Candace and and Laura and Linda Lee, um, they got their bikes probably almost a year maybe before me or six months. So I came in a little bit after that. The page was still small and different because you really could communicate and know most of the players. And now, as you know, it's, it's huge. But they were really the originals. And actually, another good story, when I think the first time I did go into the studio after my original purchase, Peloton was running one of their uh, contests, which I don't know how much they do anymore because it got so big. And it was for, I think, a certain amount of mileage in 10 days. And Linda Lee and Laura uh, both got like the top two were tied. And so they were invited to into the studio to ride with Jen Sermon on stage. Oh, oh look at that. Right? Wow. And in the middle of the class, they switched one went on and then the other went on. And I had kind of communicated with them over the page. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come in for this. And I was so nervous, like going to 
them and the people from the page. And that was, I think, probably the second time after I bought my bike that I went in for an official ride and met everybody. So is there an official uh, kind of line of demarcation of when you can no longer be considered OG with a, with a I bike? I have no idea. I'm not even sure I know what the, the letter stands for. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Original. Uh, well, it's... It, I Original mean, just, gangster. Yeah. Old, right. I'll say old guard. I'll be political. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know. You got to ask one of them. I mean, I consider myself a, a you know, a pretty dire original, but I think that, you know, it depends. The first person who bought it was the oldest. <laughs> it's, it's so funny to hear you say that you were nervous about going in because, like, I, I've seen you so active on the page. I mean, you were one of the first people that, like, stood out to me on the page because you posted a lot. And, and, and so, like, to me, I'm like, um, when like, I, we ran into you at HRI, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Robin. <laughs> I was in the studio a couple of days ago, and um, John Michael was talking to somebody, and I'm sitting, I'm standing with Sherry Cantor, who I met through the page, who's from Chicago, and her and I are great friends now, and she came in. To celebrate, this was just my 750th on Thursday and her 1100 on Monday. So she came in to celebrate with me. And there was a couple other celebrations on the weekend. And I'm standing with John Michael and this woman turns around and goes, Robin, I'm Susan Olson. And she gives me a big hug and I know her name from the page. And she goes, this is like surreal. Like I'm standing with celebrities. This is <laughs> and I'm just cracking up because if you know me, I so am not. You know? <laughs> I'm like, it's goofy us. You know? <laughs> you know, I guess when you see someone like on a little screen and you see it on the page, you know, but it's just, it's the, the, if you haven't been to the studio, you know, for people who haven't, it's so low-key and relaxing and i mean i could spend the day just sitting in the lounge having coffee talking to people and it's it's not showy or flashy you know nobody makes this it's just a really nice great hangout space before you get on a ride okay you know i'm such a, a we were talking about old sitcoms at first when you said susan olsen i immediately in my head went to like ah! C- <laughs> cindy brady <laughs> Cindy Brady rides a Peloton? We need her on the show. Oh, but my girlfriends who are probably going to be part of this conversation hear that we just had a Marsha, 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 uh, Dan and Cindy discussion and some kind of poll related to it today. <laughs> too funny. I, I know my TV all too well. Yeah, you do. I, was, I had a very lonely childhood. Could you then do the TV sitcom theme ride? Well, no, because I'm I'm too late. I'm the one that's too lazy to ride the bike. But I'll I'll uh, I'll stand next to it. And, just watch it and sing along. Yeah, I'll stand next to it and listen. Absolutely, exactly. I'm crystal put it on and dance. <laughs> <laughs> Might be able to get him to do that. Sometimes I do come in and lip sync to you, yes. especially on the sail rock ride. He does. I he love. Does. I love my light rock. <laughs> oh, yeah, rock. Yeah, yes. I yeah, love those that. Those are awesome. Those are awesome. I know that's if if you're you know 70s generation like me, you know every word. Every one. <laughs> he does. Yep. It's so good. I, it's so. And so many people probably are like, oh, my son put it on the ice put it on the radio they're like and they love rock but that's you know a little before their time (laughs) it's so nice that like when people embrace stuff uh ironically because then they can't make fun of me for liking it non-ironically because they can't tell right (laughs) (laughs) well that's fun going back to if you want to hear out of order a funny a funny story sure of course does happen i'm talking about you know 70s and liking and Crystal, actually, you know this because of all things you asked me. I'll start. You asked me my availability, and of all things, I gave you a few dates, and I said, "But I can't, uh, I can't be interviewed on September 14th because I'm going to Barry Manilow." I do I, remember that. I, yes. I remember that. <laughs> and so I'm in a group, uh, um, a chat group that started actually with a few girls with great senses of humor. 
and we I think we it's a kind of a, a them versus us thing four girls and four girls and it started with we all love Alex we're all very passionate about Alex and it started with kind of getting points if he shouted you out or gave you loving <laughs> or gave someone else loving and then we pretend it's for us and so we we add and deduct points depending on an Alex ride and and things he'll say to quote unquote us <laughs> and so I'm on this chat and we're, we're busy all day and we did some kind of poll with the Brady's as I said. and then also I happened to chime in and just say who's the pop legend ride this week this happened today and my friends, those girls who do not know I'm a fan of Lowe and love Manolo, <laughs> say Barry Manilow. I am like, no way. You're kidding. They're like, no, it's Barry Manilow. I am like, I am dying. I am so excited. I took pictures of my tickets, front row Manilow that I'm going to on September 14th. I said, and I'm dying. So I messaged Jen Sherman and I say, I am so excited. You are doing Barry Metalish and Jen knows I love Barry Metalow. Thank you so much. And of all times, I can't come to the studio. I have some other fellow riders visiting me this weekend. And if I can do anything to get there, I will. Um, thank you so much. I hit send. I go back to the chat and I'm like, well, I just said thank you to Jen. They're like, we're lying. It's not Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not nice. <laughs> I, would, I would curse on the rope of to curse on the man. I'm like, screw you. <laughs> then I had to go back and tell Jen, uh, okay, <laughs> so-and-so wasn't being so nice and uh, you're not doing Barry. But I'm hoping if she hears this, it will convince her to do a Barry Manilow ride. They played a pillow prank on you. Yes. Well, she does, she does listen sometimes, so maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure I will see her in the studio and I will fill her in on, on that. <laughs> John, Michael, John Michael actually said he's got some great Barry Manilow, like, nixes. Oh, when cool. I was doing when I was doing one of the um, benefit rides, I wanted to put, I think it's a miracle or something, and he had a great mix-up, but they're, not, oh, they're only allowed to use Spotify music if the DJ's not there. Yeah. yeah I don't so know. he couldn't provide the remix for it. Oh. I will say, I mean, his, his music was very popular in clubs like so there were a lot of like dance remixes of Barry Manilow people don't realize that yeah. like because you think of him as love songs and he certainly has a lot of love songs but he had a lot of up-tempo dance numbers too that they would then remix yeah. and make even dancier huh. yeah and they can remix anything you know that today. is also true so where yeah. are you where are you seeing Barry Manilow at what venue NASA Coliseum here on Long Island on September 14th with my uh, fellow pal and uh, partner in crime, Sherry Cantor, who's coming back from to, from Chicago to go to Barry with me. Also known as Pinky, correct? Well, known as Pinky, also known, a.k.a. now Blondie. Yes, I saw <laughs> she, her Pinky Wimbledon this weekend. Ah. <laughs> well, she might have done it before that, but I saw it. Yeah, That's what you coming saw. Coming in actually on the 9th because Matt Wilpers is, um, and the group The Road Riders are having a, a fellow HRI. Yeah, are so you what, getting to go to that? Yes, I'm going to go to that. Oh, God. I, we are missing all the HRIs, Tom. Yeah. Um, so I'm lucky enough. I'm lucky enough that I do clubs, you know, so that's, I love it. I yeah. love being able to have my home bike and also go there and be part of the studio. It's, it's really, you know, that's, it's, it's more unique and I love it. Crystal's giving me the stink eye right now. I'm sorry we live in the Midwest. <laughs> you should but be. But it's, it's really interesting because, and this is, I guess, the beauty of Peloton. Um, there's a lot of people who live within walking distance, I say, of the studio and they don't come, you know, they stay on their bikes. And that's part of why Peloton, I think, was created. You know, there are just some people who who I love, you know, being involved. I love being in the studio. But there are some people who, and I know from the gym business, are gym-phobic, um, class-phobic. They, they, they don't want to be around people. Or they want to exercise, and they're intimidated. And this gave them the perfect outlet for being able to do that. Very good points. Very good points. Yeah, you're right. Right. But it's kind of we all love the community and the group, and, our, and community is huge. But it still gives you this being able to ride naked or, you know, <laughs> 
<laughs> Honey, you need to do that. Five to six year old home, and I, I think a lot of people do forget that. Like, and I only see that because all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, I know that girl, and she lives five blocks away with a bike, and she's doing her milestone at home. That's so that's funny. His own, and that's what Peloton gives us. No, you're absolutely right. So transitioning a little bit, one of the one of the things I wanted to ask you about, if if it's okay, is I know <laughs> that you have had like a, an incredible medical journey this year do you feel comfortable telling uh, us about that yeah turning 50 wasn't fun <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and, and again a um a good public service announcement i had had a um when my mom had died early of breast cancer at 58 so i am pretty vigilant about my health you know especially with that going for mris and mammographies always getting doctor checked yearly um my family was on the board uh, is on the board of trustees at nyu hospital because of um, donating money when my mom was sick, and so I'm I'm involved with the hospital. So I, I definitely you know take care of myself medically. And last July, exactly a year ago, uh, maybe a month or two before that, I had a it looked like a bug bite on my chest, like kind of by my my sternum, by my my chest bone, and it looked like a mosquito bite. It wasn't anything that you'd see on the skin cancer profile of what to go to the doctor for. So I left it, figuring it was you know just a little like a cyst or a bug bite, and it was there for while and then it started to grow and got bigger kind of quickly within a month or two and my son my older son has alopecia which is an allergy to his own hair and he sees a dermatologist a very famous one every six weeks so i am with him every six weeks at this doctor in the city and i never showed it to him because it again looked like nothing that you would call skin cancer and then it got a little bit bigger so i happened to be with my son and i said joel can you take a look at this he looked at it he thought it was nothing but he biopsied it and a couple days later i get a call it was a rare malignant melanoma and and like people should know skin cancer, although you have the little chart, ABCD, like what it looks like, many of them do not. And this had been there long enough that they, I had surgery last July. They took it off. I was body scanned and PET scanned and everything was clear. And then six months later, from so July and January... I actually went for my routine MRI on my breast because I wasn't I wasn't ready for a PET scan because I didn't think it was it would have traveled into my body. I went because of my mother and I felt like she was watching down on me. Went for my routine MRI and it, they picked up a spot. Now they thought I had breast cancer. And when they got the PET report back, it wasn't breast cancer. It was melanoma that had spread. Crazy. Wow. So they did. Yep. So now they did an entire body scan and it was in my lung as well. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that was January. That that was that was really scary and yeah. really I didn't know anything about melanoma at the point I'm like skin cancer you cut it out you're fine yeah I, I knew nothing and melanoma happens to be one of the most aggressive and deadly forms of cancer and it doesn't really respond to chemotherapy I didn't so know that, that was either. that was uh, yeah, that was pretty scary yeah so I had had the um, spot in my breast was taken out and then I healed from that and then they went in and they took out um, robotically half my lung nice. and scanned me again and that's I was cancer free and uh, only about five, six years ago was really the advent of immunotherapy, which is a chemotherapy, but instead of killing the good cells and the bad cells, it actually increases your cancer-fighting cells as well as strips the coating off the cancer cells to allow your immune system to better identify the cancer. And it's really new and it is doing wonders, weirdly enough, especially for the field of melanoma, which used to really not have a cure, and now immunotherapy works best of all cancers on melanoma. So I am, yeah, so I'm under, currently undergoing um, immunotherapy treatment, which is just like chemo. I get an infusion every few weeks. Um, side, there are side effects, but they're different than chemo. Some better, some worse. Um, but so far, thank the Lord, I am. I have been. I've been um, side effect free. That's, so that's fantastic. Yes. 
So do you? Uh, my doctor say they owe it. I, that I should owe very much to again how healthy I am. How healthy my, there's there's a huge amount of um, lung infections you can get from this and lung inflammations, and they feel that I am so healthy from this bike that that's what's keeping it away. Wow. Wow. So is there any uh, uh, like do you know like how much longer you have to keep doing this or? Um, yes, I am. Um, it's so new. I'm actually on a clinical trial. Whoa. So the trial. Um, it was a phase of two different drugs. One is real is really strong, so they only keep you on a little bit for twelve weeks. That ended, and I got scanned. My scans came back clear, yeah. and now I'm on a single drug. They dropped out the more aggressive drug. I'm on a single drug, and that I could stay on about a year. I think it is in the study. If my scans continue to show nothing coming back, well, that's wonderful. I, yeah. I remember when you're, you you posted that your scans came back clear. I was so so happy for you. Oh, so oh, Lord, yep. I can't even and imagine that's like, what that's that. Another another Peloton related story because everything in my life is Peloton related. <laughs> I ever I am not an early riser. Everybody who listens to this who knows me will laugh because they know nine thirty is a hard class for Robin to get to. <laughs> so I oh there was a, a challenge this July in the studio um, that you had to do a certain types. You had to do an eight thirty p.m. ride. You had to do a live DJ ride. You had to do and one of the things to win 10, you could win 10 free classes to the studio was a 6 a.m. ride. And that was the only one I was really doubtful I could do. Plus, I was going on vacation, so I only had a few days to complete this entire challenge that was that you had to do all of July. Yeah. So I made a plan to do a 6 a.m. class, and it was a Matt Wolper's Power Zone Max class. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> my first 6 a.m., and I actually made another rider who friendly would sleep in my hotel room so that I was ensured I'd wake up because by myself I would have never gotten up. And if you if you put a contest in my face, I'm, I'm winning it. So <laughs> I was so close to not getting out of bed. This is the morning of one of my treatments. So I go, I do the 6 a.m. ride. I get Wilbur. I go to the hospital, get my treatment. And I had my scans that Friday before my treatment. My doctor was coming in to give me the results and then tell me if I can move on to the next stage. She walks in through the door of, of her of the, um, of the of the room I'm in and she looks at me she goes, your scans are clear. And I kind of just probably looked at her like with hazy, gazy eyes. Like, that's great. She goes, do you want me to leave the room and come back again and tell you that news? And I'm like, I'm really Sorry, I'm like in a daze from a 6 a.m. Peloton class. <laughs> and she knows me and she knows, you know, big I did fundraisers for them and stuff. So she knows my love of Peloton. She just rolled her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it kind of takes a second to sink in anyway. Like, even yeah, under I the guess best circumstances. But it is, but a big part had to do with like the exhaustion after a max class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those power zone max classes. Woo, they are. Yeah, I just actually started seriously. I took the um, FDP test and stuff. And oh. I, you know, I just that's some that's some tough stuff. Wonderful. You're going to love it. Yeah, I will, it's amazing. I will amazing say stuff. it. I'm sorry. So, for some, another insane reason, I decide to say to Sherry Cantor when she's there because she loves Matt um, rides and, and the whole power zone theory and she had to do her 1100 so I'm like you know Matt's class is right before you leave on your airplane like on Monday at 6am I'm like let's do it for your 1100 it was me actually suggesting it then I post it all over the page to get, like, for accountability <laughs> and then we both we both wake up like could we cancel we <laughs> 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 got there we got there <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's what Peloton is about, accountability. <laughs> that's so true. So true. Yep. I will never forget that, like, it was right after you had had your surgery, when you had your part of your lung removed, and uh -huh. you had you had posted 
that like it was like four days after your surgery and and you were like i did such and such miles this week and i i had been feeling so proud of myself that week because i had gotten like 70 miles in or maybe it was 100 i don't know but anyway it doesn't matter because you totally smashed that and i was like oh my (laughs) gosh (laughs) it backfired i was trying to provide motivation for those who don't get on the bike (laughs) you succeeded in this case it didn't work um the doctors didn't want me to, you're not supposed to exercise after this lung surgery four to six weeks. And the doctors knew how avid of a, of, you know, indoor cyclist I was, but still they're like, it was supposed to be a very, very painful surgery that you don't recuperate and get your breathing back. I think also, and they said, because of what I was, you know, how fit I was before I bounced back way quicker because I wasn't in that much pain and I was just stir crazy. And, you know, they said I could walk and walk almost so you're not so you're out of breath, but with rapid breathing. So I said, well, why can't I do a little biking? And they're like, they kind of didn't want to. I think they just were worried I'd fall off the bike and hurt myself. But you could fall on the floor when you're walking. <laughs> so I just took the bull by the horns and got on the bike. And interesting enough is because I had to ride without heavy breathing, I did a lot of faster, and that's where the miles came from. <laughs> I didn't have the heavy resistance, and I think I was going fast. Well, you just- and I had nothing to do. I'm sitting in my house, so I just sit on the bike and, like, you know, and keep my heart rate, like, nice and low. So I was getting a lot of exercise. <laughs> but just in a different way. And what I found after when I was allowed to then go hard, my numbers jumped up so quickly. And now I am beating all my outputs from from when I had two lungs. And I think it was six weeks of riding like low, slow endurance rides. I was going to say, because you did all that endurance ride. And, and yep. there's there's the plug for heart rate training. That's it, that's where it comes helps. in right there. That's, yep. that's great. It's very counterintuitive. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why a lot of people, you don't want to do it. And you think you want to sweat and you want your heart pounding. And a lot, you know, a lot of us who have these bikes are type A, if you notice. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to back down from that. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll assume that was some kind of comment about me. What? No. <laughs> you type A? Well, we all know you'd, you'd pick the side of the Peloton rider. So I'd lose. <laughs> that's true we stick together <laughs> so uh, uh, Crystal says that you do a lot of benefit rides um, I do I do a lot of as I said my family was involved in NYU hospital and still is so I've done fundraising before this but when I love to I've been my, my dad had a really successful business and there but for the grace of God it's, it's given me the ability to give back and I love you know if there's a cause I love contributing to it you know paying it forward and giving back it's just it's whatever I don't understand people who don't and so I just remember when I first started riding um i guess unless i got my bike september of 2015 so in december i was turning 50 and now i was like kind of that point got into like guru of peloton and so i rented the studio for a private birthday ride and just at that point i didn't know many people so i kind of put it on the page if anybody would like to join you know that's free i'd love to have you know meet people and anybody who wants to come to ride please ride with me and i decided i don't want to do i don't want gifts i didn't want it for me um i certainly i have got I'm blessed to have enough in my life. So I investigated some charities and I found this thing called um, Turning Wheels for Kids, which was a California-based charity um, that provided bikes for kids who who can't afford them. And so I I contributed money. I think I did $25 or $50 for all my 50 years. And we just put it out again. That was kind of the beginnings of the page. And I think we raised over $5,000. 
Wow. Um, yeah, really, it was really awesome. And I just remember, again, this, it was such a small thing. Hannah did the ride, and you were at this point, they probably didn't allow it anymore. I just said, can I hire DJ John Michael? And we did like one thirty ride off schedule. You know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Hannah just put a little envelope in the front of her bike and just said, you know, anybody after class, if you want to donate, here's an envelope to donate to Robin. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was back in the day. So that was that was kind of the first thing that was successful they did. And then, unfortunately, like had the whole melanoma thing. And I was made about May is Melanoma Awareness Month. And I was speaking to my doctors at NYU, you know, how to kind of do a fundraiser or help them. And my doctors actually happened to be the head fundraisers for their melanoma research study for melanoma cure at NYU Hospital. So I was thinking of doing a fundraiser for them, and I said, let me see if I can do something in Peloton. And, you know, I asked the studio, you know, studio manager, Andrew, who's amazing, and JV, and they were totally supportive. So I was able to announce it on the page and just do a melanoma awareness ride. And NYU set me up with a um, fundraiser page to them, you know, that was easy enough to donate. And again, the good people of, of Peloton and this community, I, you know, told them uh, people about my story and my journey. Journey and we raised thirty-three thousand um, wow. dollars from on in, in May for Melanoma Awareness Month through the Peloton community. That's and it was, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it's amazing. And we had done something. This is what we. I decided to have a contest for the number one studio male writer and number one studio female writer. Whatever they would get, I was going to donate like times two dollars or five dollars or ten dollars. I don't remember. And I wouldn't do home riders because some of the bikes are a little wonky. A little bit. So we did studio. And in three years of Peloton being open, has never the studio computers crashed where nobody's output gets read in the studio, except for that one ride that I had to see who would be the lead in the female and male categories. And none of us could, none of us, our screens were like blank. Oh, I think I watched that ride. I I think it was on that ride because I was like, oh no. (laughs) And Jen's like, okay, let's just pick one. Let's see who the top leaderboard is. And I'm like, I'm not going with someone with the 2000 output. You know, who has no idea what's going on with melanoma. <laughs> I'm not granting them the position. So Jen was nice enough, actually. That was the weekend of the HRI. And we were all writing people who came, you know, and it was a wonderful group of people um, came. And then Sunday we redid it for head studio writer so that I can donate. And actually, the, you interviewed Shirley, right? Sure, um, yeah, yes. She, hers just Shirley was the, yep, Shirley was the number one in the studio, and Dave Cohen was the number one male. Oh, wow. So uh, I did donations through them and through everybody else. We raised $32,000. That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that was, a ton of money. That's staggering. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you have any sort of advice for people that just got their bike or are thinking about getting a bike? For people thinking about getting a bike, get the bike. <laughs> uh, people who have the bike. Um, you know, it's, like I said, it's so many different things to so many different people. I'd have to make a long list, you know, for each of those type of people. But if you feel, you know, some people will use it on their own, never be part of the community, love it. I have friends who have it who, you know, if I put them on a group chat, they're off in a second. They don't want to have any part of it. And they love the bike. If you love the bike in whatever capacity you do, keep with that. If you're finding trouble getting on the bike, then come to the community, you know, and use it for, for the resources that we have. Go to someone, you know, who is someone you see on the page a couple times and just ask them, like, I'm not I'm not feeling it. You know, if you can't do it publicly, do it privately. I'm not feeling it. Because now there are so many little splinter groups and tribes that someone could say, you know, someone's, I'm overweight. Well, here's the healthy eating. Um, I only like Jen Sherman rides. Well, there's a JSS tribe. You know, I, I think Matt's, uh, I think Alex is the hottest thing in the world. Yes, I do. So you <laughs> 
can join his fan club and see Robin travel. I don't know if you've seen it. I have a postcard with Alex on it, and I took him all over Italy when I was traveling. <laughs> and he was with Alex, and Alex has been traveling with me. That's awesome. So, yeah, so, you know, the advice is, is use the community to help you, to motivate and inspire you. And, you know, if you don't love it, do your thing. That's what Peloton is so about, really. You, you doing you. That is excellent advice. Yeah. It is. I, I I do enjoy seeing all the different ways that people utilize the bike, whether it's they want to lose weight or get healthier or... Turning it into a podcast. Turning it into a podcast. <laughs> I was trying to think of it. What? You know, just dancing along with the music That's on the right. bike. Yeah. You know, regardless, if you're on that bike, you're getting healthier. Yep. Yeah. So, I guess unless, you know, you have 10 pizzas waiting for you when you get off. So maybe not. <laughs> well, if you have 10 pizzas <laughs> waiting for you... Are, you're, you're doing it for your health to get on the bike. And then there's so many little subjects like dancing, you know, podcasts, tribes, you know, yeah. meet and greets. I've been all over the country. You know, I, I, I try. I thought before they opened so many boutiques, one of my missions was to go to every boutique and ride in that boutique. And I've actually been, people have invited me, Tina and Brett Marshall, um, about a year and a half ago. I didn't even know them well. They invited me to Texas and we rode in the Dallas showroom together. Um, oh, I've awesome. done that in LA. Like I've been Westchester. I, I, you know, I, I kind of traveled around and I love riding Riding in the window, Manhattan. So you've you, that's so a, many ways you could use it. Do you know how many how many showrooms you've ridden in? Have you kept track? No. <laughs> oh God, you're asking an old lady to remember things. <laughs> I, it's just a fun little statistic. I was just yeah, maybe five. That's awesome. I, to the Boston one still because that's that's nearby. I wanted to go visit a friend in Atlanta and ride there, and I haven't done that yet. They can open so many. I'll always I'll, I'll be at a loss, but uh, that's that's what's, actually we I am going this this week, and they happen to have a, like a pop up that's that tour bus thing coming to Southampton, which is right near me. So uh, I have two riders that I've met one from Texas and one from Florida, who we're all really close friends. They're coming to stay with me for the weekend, and I'm gonna. <laughs> this is what you do when you live in the Hamptons. You go to Southampton to see the Peloton van and the Peloton <laughs> pop-up store. <laughs> Is that why you come from Texas to the Hamptons to go see something Peloton? Oh, the we, husband, oh, we were insane. They're like, you're going to Southampton to meet the Peloton van. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, we were we were on vacation in Denver and, and Crystal was like, hey, there's a Peloton store here. <laughs> Next thing I know, we're at, we're at the fancy mall in Denver <laughs> tracking down the Peloton store. <laughs> and it was worth it. <laughs> so much fun and I would say the people who I've met you know all the people that work in the different boutiques are amazing just they can find nicer happier more helpful more people you know on the whole they really you know encouraging you I got a note from one of the, from the staff at a boutique and I don't think it's one I've written at when I got sick <laughs> just saying you know we saw what's going on with you um, and all, you know, all the thoughts are with you from the, you know, whatever st- showroom and they all sign their names. Oh, wow. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Making me all teary. <laughs> Good people. There's some, I mean, I can go on for hours cause there's just some amazing, amazing things that have happened, you know, to me, to people I know through this. It's, it's almost, it's like, it's kind of mystic, you know, it's, it's interesting. So on that note. Do you have, like, one favorite pillow story that you haven't told us yet of any kind? Oh, my God. There's so many. <laughs> um, well, there's a uh, – the guy who works at the – one of the guys who works at the front desk, Logan, and I had, I don't know, came up with this thing. When I come in, anybody, if the music's on, if, on the big screen where they're showing the class, him and I go into, like, a flash mob dance for five minutes. Someone films us and we go dancing around the studio. <laughs> 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 or idiotic. They're funny. 
Uh, Sherry Cantor and I did get thrown out of my hotel all night during the HRI. <laughs> oh, do tell. Uh, and this is all to blame from all the Peloton lines. We had we had gone to the cocktail party Friday night um, of the HRI this year, and it ended early. So we, oh, maybe, no, it wasn't that night. It was the next night someone was throwing a party, and then it ended early, and a whole bunch of riders and husbands and wives came back to our hotel room, and we were having a lot of fun. And our hotel has a nightclub on the roof, and so the husbands wanted to stay downstairs. A couple of the women went upstairs, and we go to the bar to have some drinks and some guy just kind of got nasty like in my face was like shoving me I'm like you know back off so he offered to buy me a drink and I said no and it's sort of kind of an uproar of uh yo 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 you're clearly intoxicated because no, no. I know the manager I'm like oh yeah I know the manager too and I was like we were pretty sober us girls so, you know it wasn't we were crazy but this guy just had a thing, and just Sherry standing there, and I think Teresa Spencer was there, it was Turbo, Teresa, and the next thing you know, the guy actually really was friends with the manager. He comes, and he didn't want to hear her aside, he just kicks us out, and I forgot my room key downstairs because my husband was in the room, and he's sleeping, so when they let me go to the door, knocking on the door, oh. he doesn't answer. So oh. like, obviously you don't stay here, you have to leave. I'm like, I swear. <laughs> So what do you say? They escorted me and Sherry Cantor out of the hotel. And I stayed in her. We walked around. I think we ate. We went to her hotel. And finally at 4.30 in the morning, my husband answered the phone. And and I was like, I'm sleeping. Where are you? Kicked out of her hotel. So that's the uh, Pello Girls Gone Wild. (laughs) It's so weird that he's complaining like he's like you're he's like his proof that you're clearly quote unquote intoxicated is the fact that you didn't take a drink. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> that you didn't want to drink. It was uh, uh I mean there are a million this community like I said, I am I am laughing and that's what keeps me going too. I mean between a couple of girls who I know who just their senses of humor are just so awesome, you know, just it's it keeps me laughing and that's it keeps me healthy and it keeps me busy. Um, today with a bunch of girls, I did a kind of a marathon ride because it was a new DJ that they are using. Yeah, and a couple of new DJ rides, so I did those today. And we just I had nothing to do in the morning, so it was like a marathon ride day. And it's, we keep laughing and riding and talking, and it's it's just amazing. Just amazing. So then you have to tell us something about yourself that's not related to the bike. Nothing. Plus, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm a deny doctor, and I owned, then I owned a gym. Wow. And those, yeah, my two careers. And then I owned a restaurant and a bar. And then I did a lot of fundraising. I have a wonderful husband. I will be married 22 years in October. That's my David, who I'd like to ride more. Aww. I have two wonderful sons, Ethan, who just started college, and Dylan, who's 15. Two dogs, three cats, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a wonderful uh, life. Say, say again? I said, what a wonderful life. It is. I am blessed. And just like Alex says, you know, why am I so happy when I wake up in the morning? Because I woke up. <laughs> and that's uh, something that that I really live by. You know, I, people say, how do you do it? You know, you, you have this cancer. And, and the uh, you know, it's pretty, it's not, it, there's, there's an a survival rate with this. And they're not sure how long because it's a new treatment. But I just say, if, if I give, if I give it now, I gave up. You know, I, it's, you got to keep going and you got to, you got to keep smiling. You got to keep laughing. You got to keep reinventing yourself. You got to keep busy. You got to keep riding and healthy or you know whatever illness or or thing absolutely gets in the way they already won before you you know get a chance to to, to be the winner that it's is true wonderful outlook it is it's it's hard to keep that outlook sometimes especially yeah, when you have stuff like that absolutely. going on so 
absolutely. But I will tell you, this community, the friends I've made in it, and the bike it helps helps tremendously. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, awesome. So, well, what is uh, what is your leaderboard name if people want to find you on the bike? My leaderboard, you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Titanium. Gotcha. That's a good one. It is a good yeah, one. A good one. And her her song, uh, like it's her song, you know, the I am Titanium. Yeah, it's 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 my whole. Well, it's it's it's, it's more of a philosophy. My friends named me Titanium years ago. I it may have even been before the song came out because um, I am like the Energizer Bunny. I'm going, I'm going, and then sometimes I crash, but you know, I get back up, <laughs> have a little rest, get back up, and I I don't, you know, I bend but I don't break. You know, I am Titanium. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly Titanium. So it was a name. The first time when I first got my bike, I had no idea about these funky names. So I was Robin N for a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, then I consider then, you. Wait a second, I can, guy is this? But I, I consider you OG. If you had if you had Robin N, I consider that OG because that. Robin, yeah, because there wasn't yeah there wasn't many like you could be anything probably because there weren't that many riders. <laughs> yeah, it's like when somebody's leaderboard name is like. Steve. Eight four seven. Yeah. No, exactly. Steve. Or just Steve would probably be one of the originals. Right. <laughs> had to get taken early. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up like seeing some funky names, and I'm like, oh, I want a funky name. So this, <laughs> this, this was a natural. And interestingly enough, right after I changed my name, I get on a Christine ride, and she plays this on Titanium. Then I'm in the studio a couple days later, and she happens to be in the bathroom because back at that time, I think the instructors didn't have bathrooms downstairs, so they hung out with the common folk. <laughs> and I saw her. I'm like, oh my God, you're Christine. I said, I'm Robin Titanium. She's like, oh, because she shouted me out when she happened to see the name and she happened to play the song. And right. that's how I first met Christine. Aww. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So many good stories. I love it. Yeah. Gonna- it really is. It's, it's, it's just... It's been, I'd say, even this has been a terrible year, you know, considering what happened to my health. And I can honestly say it's one of the best years of my life. I have had more fun and more laughs. This has been the best summer I've I've had. Wow. Really, you are wonderful. I, I appreciate every every minute of it, but it's it's a, it's kudos to this community because they they helped me. I mean, the, like I said, the the hysteria that sometimes I am in reading, like especially this girls, the the, the I won't say because it's a little bit. Um, dirty somethings versus somethings. I am crying <laughs> in tears. It's crying. That's funny because I just went over some of the things that I I would maybe talk about with Sherry Cantor right before you called, and her and I were again hysterical. Like we were we reliving some of these stories. She loves a yo yo yo. <laughs> you must say that to me now like ten thousand times a day. <laughs> I mean, all from a bike, all from a spin bike. So, uh, is there a place people can find you online, or do you not want people to do that? <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm on, you know, I'm on the Facebook page. I have my own Facebook page, you know, under my name. I am, who am I? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, on, uh, Instagram, I'm like, on Instagram. I think I'm RBN underscore titanium or titanium underscore RBN. Okay. Uh, and if I have a, maybe you guys can, can post it or share it when, when you do this, I have a fundraiser. I think I sent you, Crystal, you know, the, the link to the Melanoma fundraiser in case anybody wants to, you know, who hasn't gave still wants to, to do that. Absolutely. I, absolutely. I would definitely want and to post that. anybody can reach out to me on Messenger. So I've had amazing things, amazing people reach out who had skin checks and had the beginning of melanoma or some type of cancer or or something that, that got inspired by my story and went to the doctor or did something good for themselves because of the story. So anybody who needs to reach out to me, please do. That's what we're all here for. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for that information. Thank you for being such an inspiration and motivation to everybody. And thank you for being on our show. Yes, thank You're you very so much. Welcome. 
You're so welcome. This was awesome. I thank you guys so very much. Well, thank you. You take care. We have to hang up now. (laughs) (laughs) I was just getting started. (laughs) We'll have you back on. You've got so many stories. I know we can have you back on. for part two. Titanium for part two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Awesome. That's That's what we like to hear. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Here's today's recipe for success. So uh, what sort of recipe did Robin provide us? Chicken patties from Guy Fiari. You know that guy. No, I do. I was just thinking people like it's I find it fascinating. The people that hate Guy Fiari. There's like so many people that just have. Oh, he's yeah, he is for sure. Hatred for him. He's somehow divisive. I yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't watch a show, so I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I I heard a comedian one time. Maybe I'll try to find the thing and we can post it on our on <laughs> Facebook dot com slash the clip out. A guy talking about Guy Fieri, and he's like, "Why do people hate Guy Fieri so much? What did this guy ever do besides follow his dreams?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, he's doing something you don't like." Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not making you eat these, <laughs> this food. Like, he's like, why do you care? Why do you care and hate him so much? Because people are weird, man. People are weird. Okay, well, this is way too long of a recipe for me to describe. I will just say that it has a whole bunch of ingredients. Tom, you aren't going near it. Oh, because I it, chicken. I was right. like, I like to eat chicken. Okay, but it starts and in high school. I had a crush on a girl named Patty. So, <laughs> so you can see it all working out. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it starts okay, olive oil, but then we get into red onion. Onion, which we could probably for you and I leave out and then we have some black olives red bell pepper then we have jalapeno garlic artichoke hearts ground chicken hungarian paprika which i didn't even know is a thing i'm gonna have to check my grocery store and see if they have it uh chili powder dried oregano parsley chili flakes red chili flakes ground cumin celery salt ground sage seasoned breadcrumbs an egg you could do the egg and most of the seasoning yeah. Ketchup, mustard, toasted sesame buns, which is just fun to say. Toasted sesame buns. You don't need to toast your buns. They're hot enough. (laughs) Lettuce and tomato. That was all just the ingredients. So as you can see, I'm not going to go and read, you know, the whole recipe because... That's like a Russian novel. (laughs) A Hungarian novel, I guess. But the picture, which will also be posted at facebook.com slash the clip out, looks amazing. We will have to try these. I will have to try these. I will have to watch you try them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, who is coming up on the show next week? Eric Shapiro. Happy Shappy. <laughs> I always, for some reason, I always think Sham Wow. I oh, don't I know can, why. I don't. I don't know. Something about the name makes me think of the Sham Wow. I just, I love saying it. Happy Shappy. I can it's tell. Just, it's you fun. Got a whole little movement. I know. Thing you do. It's fun. It's like got a whole little wiggle. <laughs> Happy Shappy. <laughs> <laughs> feel like I should hand somebody a drink at the end of it. <laughs> Happy Shappy! I, I hear some sort of Irish bar. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Shapiro, that's an Irish name, right? I have no idea. I don't know I don't know what ethnicity anybody is. <laughs> I can't tell by names. I can't tell by looking. The whole world, we're just we're just a big old puddle. I don't know. <laughs> the melting pot. Oh, is that what it that is? It got so melty it just turned like into a fondue. puddle. like fondue. Yeah, exactly. There we go. So, uh, what and what is uh, Happy Shappy's claim to fame other than being Happy Shappy? Eric just has a whole lot to share with us about his journey. It, he is he's actually pretty new to Pelotons, but he has great stories to share, and so that is his claim to fame. Awesome. Well, we will be talking to him next week. So, uh, until then, where can people find you? They can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe or on Twitter at clipboutcrystal or on the bike. 
at Clipbot Crystal. And they can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Or on the bike at <laughs> That's right Your leaderboard name Hasn't been established Yet Yet <laughs> That's right mm, Yeah Anywho <laughs> So that Is where You can find us And you can find The show itself Recipes Links All that sort of stuff At facebook.com Slash the clip out Go there And uh, like the page Join the group And stay up to date On things throughout the week And you always know When a new episode goes live That we don't have to wait For uh, iTunes or whatever To push it out Into your uh, magic music rectangle <laughs> So that's it for this episode Thanks for listening And until next time Keep pebbling Know what you need to know And what's it all about